All right, so we'll say, so today, today we are starting in Mirza Hashem, Perek Yud Zayin, chapter 17 in Mesilas Yisharim. Chapter 17 in Mesilas Yisharim, a great sugya today. Bedarche Kinias Hatara. How do we acquire? How do we acquire the Midah of Tara? Uh, so we'll say, so remember again, we spoke about Tara, we spoke about Tara in two different ways. There's, there's what we'll call physical Tara or Gashmius Tara. And then there is Ruchnius Tara, right? This purity of thought in terms of the way we relate to the material world and this purity of thought in the way we relate to the spiritual world. So Abba says, so Ramchal writes as follows. He says, Hine, How does one acquire the Midah of Tara? He says, says, This is such a great line. You know what Ramchal says, by the way, if you've been paying attention until now, right, and been acquiring the midos that we have discussed up until this point, then acquiring, acquiring Tara should be no problem. So it's a little bit of a, I'll say a, little, a little bit of a musr over there. And remember, again, we've seen this already. Dramchala said this explicitly, that the power of Messiah Sharm and the power of this approach is in the ability to grow incrementally and to internalize these steps as we learn them. He says, Remember again, one of the ways, remember again, one of the ways in which a person goes in and acquires Tara is by focusing on the fact that overindulgence or inappropriate indulgence in the material world, it brings me down. Take what you need, use what you need, enjoy what you need, but do not get lost in it. For if you do, it'll lead you down a path of just self-destruction. If I objectively know that something is bad for me, then the truth is it's much easier to stay away from it. So I will say, right, normal people don't have a taiva, don't have a desire to put their hand in fire. I, it's so warm, it's so nice, it looks so pretty. I have to actively restrain myself from putting my hand in it. No, I don't. No, I don't. Why? Because I will say, the, 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 the clear destructive nature of fire is so apparent and incontestable that it's obvious I'm not going to subject myself to it. Shabbos said, the goal is to get to that level with overindulgence in Gashmius also. Where I realize that, is there a place for the material world in my life? Of course. Is there a way to enjoy the material world in life? Absolutely. The Chalash Baruch put it here for me so that it could help me grow and help me enjoy. Of course, of course. But once I begin to have this clarity of thought that overindulgence is destructive, then overindulgence in the material world becomes like putting my hand in fire. And it just becomes something I'm not going to do because it's so clear to me that it's just not a healthy way to live. say, by the way, it's such, it's such, it's such a profound metaphor because the truth is, in general, how wonderful it would be if we could achieve this level of clarity with certain spiritually destructive things in life. To get to a point where in my mind, again, it has the status of fire. In the same way, I have no intention or no yitzir hara to put my hand in fire. I have no yitzir to do, to, in this case, again, the overindulgence in the material because it's just, it's going to be as destructive as fire to me. He goes on. Okay. 
The more I work on myself and review the previous chapters and understand why overindulgence in the material could be so destructive. Why overindulgence in the material leads me down the wrong path. Rabbi say, by the way, and remember, the overindulgence that we're talking about, Rabbi say, is not us. In other words, it's not overindulging in something us. It's not that I'm eating too much chazer, right? Or that I'm, I'm stealing other people's money. That, no, 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 no. In my overindulgence, quote, quote, unquote, is being done beheter, right? In other words, I'm not committing any averus to indulge in the material. It's just that my mindset and my approach to life is off. The more I review that construct and review that idea, the greater clarity that reality has in my mind, and therefore the easier it is for me to ultimately avoid it. Fine. So I'll watch this. The same way, I will say in the previous chapter, when it came to Tara, purity of thought, we divided purity of thought into two categories. What are the two categories? One was purity of thought when it comes to my physical actions. That Rabbi means what? That even when I enjoy the material, I should be doing it for a higher purpose. And again, I should recognize that overindulgence in the material leads me down a dark, destructive path. We also spoke about the interesting idea that there's also Tara, purity of thought in what? In Ruchnius. In Ruchnius. Rabbi if you remember again, what's purity of thought in Ruchnius? This was the avoidance, if you remember, of what? Of Shalom we spoke about the three different categories, the three different levels of shalolishma, doing mitzvahs for the wrong purposes. So Tara says that even in my ruchnius, I have to avoid shalolishma. I will say again, shalolishma number one was because I want reward. Number two, avoidance of punishment, right? And number three, or I should say reward slash covet, avoidance of punishment. The third level was like the hybrid. Remember again, I start doing, I start serving Hashem for the right purposes, but then what happens? I get praise for it, and suddenly again, it becomes the praise that becomes the catalyst for my sotara. In, in Ruchlius means the ability to serve Hashem with purity of thought, not for these other ulterior motives. He goes on, he says, So therefore, I will say the way to acquire Tara is also divided into two categories. Kihine, in order to go ahead and literally purify my thoughts when it comes to material things, so I will say, purity of thought when it comes to material pleasures is as we just spoke about before. To condition myself to think about that overindulgence is destructive. Overindulgence, we'll say, you ever, right, you ever had a suda and like the food is so delicious, you eat too much, Eat too much. I will say, how do you feel after you eat too much? Right? Like, I'm never going to do this again. Right? I'm never, like, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to do this again. What's the problem? What's the problem? You do it again. Right? You forget about that. I will say, but, but then after I do it again, like, oh my God, like, I was here once before. Like, I, I promised myself. So again, I will say that, 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 that you recognize that in that moment of over, overindulgence, it's just, again, I haven't done anything else, sir. But it's just so destructive, right? It's, it's, just, it's just not good for me. So Tara, when it comes to Gashmius, is having that constant thought that overindulgence in the material is simply not healthy. I, I don't, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to be that person. Well, the time, 
So we'll say, how do I go ahead and achieve Tara when it comes to my Ruchnius in spiritual matters? Remember again, the danger when it comes to Ruchnius is what? The danger in Ruchnius is that I'm going to do things for covet. I'm going to do things for honor. I'm going to do things for praise. So we'll say, so the way, so the way to cleanse myself of that is how? is to remind myself that if I get used to pursuing honor or I get used to pursuing praise, then I will say that's when people do all the terrible things in life. So to remind myself, honor, praise, it's nothing. It's worthless. It's meaningless. And I shouldn't live my life because I need the positive praise or positive reinforcement from others. But rather, I should live my life in a way that is in conformance with the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we'll stop over here for today. Again, I'm stopping a little bit early, but Lamaisa, again, early, not early in time, early, early in, in the assignment. I stopped one paragraph early. But again, but the incredible idea is what do you begin to see over here? How do you acquire the Midah of Tara? How do you acquire Tara? You acquire Tara through contemplation. You acquire Tara through thought. So in Gashmius, ultimately, again, it's by thinking about the fact that overindulgence in the material is going to lead me down a path of destruction. And when it comes to Ruchnius, it's, again, thought about how if I do things to acquire Kavid, I'm going to go down the wrong path in life. In my Ruchnius, I have to realize that really my motivation should be one thing and one thing only, which is to serve the Ribbon Shalom. So it's fascinating because up until now, when the Ramachal teaches us about how to acquire certain traits, how to acquire certain midos, there's an actional piece. Interesting that there will be an actional piece here as well. Instead of right now, it's not an actional piece. What is it? It's a cognitive piece. Think about the destructiveness of the overindulgence in the material. Think about living a life where you run after covet and how both of these things ultimately lead you down a path of destruction. I will say, stop it for today. Shkoyach.